Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and today I want to talk about the little dilemma that I'm dealing with. Let's do this. So here's the deal. How do people like us who are in our second 50 years of life and don't buy into the garbage that getting older means getting weaker and being less active? How do we age in a way that we can feel proud of? get stronger every year, and be in better shape than people half our age? That's the question. And this podcast is going to help us with the answers. My name is Coach Ken, and welcome to Second 50 Strong. Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and I want to talk about a dilemma that I'm having. I am trying to decide between, with our strength training program, if we should work out at home or try to send everybody to a gym or let people decide for themselves. And there's pluses and minuses to everything. But I think the biggest part about this is me realizing what my ultimate goal is with Second 50 Strong. You know, there's a lot of really good minds out there that understand and teach and train the lifts to the tiniest little degree. And I'm so grateful for them because I've read their books and watched their videos and learned a lot from them. People like Mark Ripito and Starting Strength who are fantastic in getting every little detail right for the core four exercises. And I think that's wonderful. And then there are other group of people like your Jim Wendlers, who also I love, who are like, who cares? Just do it. Don't freak out about all of these little details. Just get under the bar and start working and and I respect him too. I love Jim Butler. He's fantastic. I'm actually doing his 531 program right now. I've been doing it for a long time and I see myself doing it for a much more longer in the future. So I really appreciate both of those guys. But so I'm I don't know which way to go, but I'm thinking since there are already so many people out there who can teach this stuff well, that's not my job. I don't see the problem being people aren't educated enough in their second 50 years. And I'm talking, you know, ages 50, 65, 70. They're not, the problem I don't think is that they're educated enough on how to lift properly. I think the real problem is just not enough people are doing it and not enough people are even thinking about it. You know, I had that, I told you guys that story before of years ago, this woman kept telling me that I treated, don't get old. It's horrible to get old. And she was realizing she was going to get placed uh, in a nursing home And I had to finally ask her, did you ever exercise in your 50s and 60s? No, I didn't. Why not? I never thought about it. And that's the problem. That's the problem. When she told me she just never thought about it, that was one of the things that really rang like a bell in my head is my job is to get people excited about exercising, excited about lifting weights and getting strong and then getting people to do it, you know, Jeff Olson, who's an amazing man uh, that I don't know personally, but once again, read his books, looked at his videos. He says, the true definition of a leader is someone who gets you to do something that you normally would not have done if they weren't around. And that's it. I want to get more people to strength train in their second 50 years and create an army of strong bodies, straight spines, confident and determined faces walking around in better shape than people half their age. And that's very doable if I can get people to do it. So what's going to make people want to do it more? Going to a gym or working out at home? And 
there's a lot of negatives of going to the gym. First and foremost, the pandemic we're going through right now is where the gyms were closed for a long period of time. And I watched a lot of these strength training and exercise fitness gurus scramble around to try to get things online to keep their people working out at home because they didn't have anything at home. So they had to get really creative and come up with this video series and written down exercise plans, which is great to address the problem that maybe didn't even need to be there in the first place if they didn't go to gyms. So I tell you what, the pandemic's not going away anytime soon. It's July, 2020. And they're talking about resurgence again this winter. And who knows if another one's going to be coming. I mean, this may or may not be an isolated incidence. We don't know. So maybe it would be a little better to be self-sufficient with all of our exercising at home. And another reason why I'm kind of leaning against going to a gym is people might be intimidated for a few different reasons. One, they walk in, you know, you're 65 years old, you walk in and you see all these gym bros all muscle bound walking around. I don't want to be around them and I'm 48 and in pretty damn good shape. I don't want to be around any of them. And I know a lot of gyms still market themselves not to be that way, but a lot of gyms still are. And then when you go there, you have to deal with the fact that when you're starting out, you may not know exactly what you're doing and you might get nervous that you don't look like you know what you're doing. And the worst part in a gym, and I've experienced this because when I was younger, I went to gyms. If you don't know like you're like, you know what you're doing. And if you don't look completely confident, people will be coming up and telling you how to do things. You'll have someone spot you that you didn't ask to spot you tell you you're doing this wrong. You're leaning forward too much. You're doing this. You're doing that when you didn't even ask for advice. You can even look confident and people are still going to just give you their advice anyways. And all of a sudden you're having people tell you what to do and how to lift weights and you don't even want to hear from them. And that happens a lot as well. So, you know, people don't want to be around the gym atmosphere. They don't want to look silly because they might not know what they're doing. They might not have the look that they want for themselves to feel confident in a public gym. And God forbid, because it's going to happen, they're going to get advice from these gym bros who have no idea what they're doing properly anyway and uh, trying to change their routine for them. So that's a lot of negatives there. You know, the positive is going to a gym is if you're kind of a recluse and you really don't get out there and you don't have a lot of friends, it might be a way to make some friends and make some connections. There are some good trainers out there. Not many, I'm not going to lie. Not many that work in a gym. Uh, Good trainers that are really well-educated, most of them have better jobs than working in a gym. I'm sorry, but it's true. So not all, but most. I mean, and you've got, through Mark Ripito, these starting strength programs, which is wonderful, And these coaches, these starting strength certified coaches are fantastic. I want a starting strength certified coach. The problem is there's not a lot of them. There's like 250, 255 in the world. And that's it. And good luck if they're near you. If you can find one, use one. I would, but I live up in Maine. There's not one. Not that I know of anyways. So they're not as accessible to really get someone who you know is really very knowledgeable in the area of the core four. So, and then there is, so working, working out at home, you know, you 
the problem with working out at home is it's much more of an investment. It's not $10 a month uh, at a club. So you are going to have to dish out a lot of money. You're going to need a half rack. I don't think anyone really needs a full rack. I think for what we want to do, a half rack is plenty. I have a half rack. It's never failed me yet. And I got six people working out on that sucker four days a week. Still solid as a rock. And here comes the crazy part. You ready? I got it from Walmart online <laughs> for $169. I've had 300, 400 pounds on that sucker with my bar. It has never failed me yet. So 169 bucks, Walmart. So you don't need a lot there expensive. My weights, I got a Dick Sporting Goods. They're not expensive. They're cheap. Are they perfectly the exact right amount of weight if you put it on the spectrometer scale? Absolutely not. I don't care. They do the job for me. What I did not skimp on for money is a bar. And once again, I learned that from Mark Ripito. And he said, if there's one thing you don't want to save money on is a cheap bar. And oh my God, is he right? I got a Rogue Ohio Power Bar. And I love that thing. Stainless steel. It's getting nice and old looking. Oh, love that bar. That was expensive. That was 300 plus dollars just for a bar, which was a very wise investment. But that's a lot of money. Maybe let's just say on the high end, you're going to spend about a thousand bucks. If you want good American made rogue American barbell, you're going to spend a lot more than that to set up your gym. And a lot of people don't have that kind of money or don't want to spend that kind of money. Although they should, uh, if they have it, I find it funny how I see people in their second 50 years spending all this money on a high performance car, but they're not willing to spend any money on getting a high performance body. And I, that just doesn't make sense to me. And I'd like to get them all to think a better way, get everyone to think a different way that the, the best vehicle you can ever invest in is your own high performance body well deep into your second 50 years. And it's very possible and it's being done all the time. So that's the problem with working out at home. Besides that, people say working out at home is, creates more distraction and lack of motivation. I look at it as the opposite. If I were to even drive to a gym that's relatively close to me, by the time I got my bag, got in the car, drove there, got out of the parking lot, went to the locker room, put my bag away, and walked out into the gym, I'd be three quarters of the way done with my workout if I did it at home, or all done with my workout before I did it at home. It's a massive time saver to work out at home. There are times that for whatever reason, I missed a workout and decided to get it done at 9.30 at night. I would not drive to a gym at 9.30 at night, but I'll do it if my rack's downstairs. I don't have a problem with that. So I put working out in the same category as brushing my teeth and getting dressed. I get it done every day, and so do I with my workout, and it's easy to do at home. So I guess really the only bottom line downside is the price. Uh, and, you know, once again, I'm not manufacturing this stuff. I'm not planning. That. I'm not making any money off of this. I'd like to. Uh, I'm not going to lie, make enough money off of this where I can spend full time getting second 50s all over the world to get strong and be a new breed of aging. And to do that, I'd have to make enough money not to need to do physical therapy full time anymore. So I'm not going to be a liar and say I don't want to make money. But I will tell the truth and say I have no idea how. <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to make any money with this. But anyway, so that's my dilemma. And I'd love for you guys to chime in on this, although nobody's listening. So it's just crickets, crickets, crickets out there. But the more I'm thinking about it, this is like pretty therapeutic for me right now. I think 
what we're going to try to do is get people to get their stuff at home and build a workout station at home. Because another thing that's popping into my head, I can't count how many people I know who join a gym do not stick with it. And then the worst part is they don't go to the gym, but they like the idea of going to a gym and they don't cancel their membership and just waste money month after month after month where if they put all of that money towards an actual gym at home, if they really chose like they didn't want to do it, they could sell it. Craigslist, definitely. I mean, that people would pick that stuff up. They might not lose much money at all. I guess it's the difference between renting an apartment or owning a home with weightlifting. Going to a gym is like renting an apartment. Having your own workout section at home is like owning your house. And everyone tells you getting in your house is always better than renting an apartment. So because you can get a lot of your money back. So yeah, I don't know any, I know very few people who stay solid month after month, year after year, going to a gym, but they still pay out month after month, year after year for their gym membership. Um, yeah, I mean, geez, I, I know this off, off, off of my research that America has 38,500 fitness gyms, the number one most country, country with the most fitness gyms. Second is Brazil with 30,000, go figure. But with our, and the average, the one after that, the third place winner for number of gyms in a country is 9,000. That's it. So you got all of these countries with 9,000 gyms countrywide, doesn't matter on the size. And then you got Brazil and then America with 38 and a half thousand. And America is the 12th highest country in obesity. And the top 10 is mostly Polynesian islands. Honest to God, look it up yourself. I'm never going to, I'm never going to cite stuff. I'm never going to footnote stuff or anything like that. Cause you got Google for that. You can look this stuff up yourself. So going to a gym is not working for America. And the numbers say it right there. 38,500 gyms. I forget. I think it's 22 million people are actively paying for a gym membership or 20 million, uh, something, something like that. And, um, we're the 12th highest nation in obesity. So going to a gym isn't working. So I think we're going to try to get people to find out a way to, and maybe I can, to do it at home. Maybe I can find out a way to get a package deal from Rogue or American Barbell or somewhere else where it can be less expensive for people. I don't know. Probably, I have no idea. I wouldn't even, I don't know. But it's worth a shot. But I think that's the direction we're going to go. This was a good talk that we're going to go towards working out at home for all of the reasons that I stated. All right. Thanks for listening. Helping me work this one out. This is Coach Ken, Second 50 Strong. Get strong as hell, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Want to learn more on how to turn aging upside down? Go to second50strong.com. That's 2ND50strong. There we'll cover the ins and outs and ups and downs and how to live an active, energetic life that will make the 20-somethings jealous. This is Coach Ken, and I'll see you there. And please don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with the people you want to kick butt with.